0: Ramble. I'm not like, yes, go surreal. but every once in a while, you think you see someone standing in the stairs over there. And then my friend in the living room goes, oh, you mean the person that stands in the stairs over there?
1: It's not a matter of politics at all. It's like, oh, you're a human? Okay, you deserve to be treated like a human. That's not a political statement. Has anything changed for you guys? I mean,
0: I'm like, I'm just somebody's mom. Like, that's where I'm at. And we all went out to Akbar, which is a club out here. Akbar has a pretty cool selection of, like, selection. That's gross. A variety of people. <laughs> yeah. That's what gay bars are, though. Am I right? A selection of people.
1: So, what's the deal? Every few weeks changing my sheets? What's the big deal? Y-
2: okay. One, you're disgusting. No. Well, I've, okay, I'm guilty of. Having gone a long time, but at least I acknowledge it's disgusting, but I change my sheets once a week because I'm like sweating. I'm crying almost nightly.
0: And your tears Uh, smell like shit, Monica.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you have your own laundry set up? Yeah, I do. But-
2: Okay. But before I did,
1: when
2: when I was taking my laundry to a laundromat, I still- change my sheets once a week.
1: God damn. That's you would go to a okay. I've never had to go to a laundromat, but What? (laughs) Like like the one I go to the complex laundry, but I've never gone to like a establishment. Mm.
2: Oh it's good. It I mean probably not right now.
0: But in general.
2: Like it's nice to have nothing else to do. Like to just sit there. It is weirdly meditative
0: to just like sit there and watch everyone else be like as they you know, spend three <laughs> or four hours doing all of their laundry. <laughs> uh, I do my sheets every two weeks, only because I'm lazy. It's not okay. the best. I wish it was every week, but I, like, I gotta use quarters. I gotta go downstairs. It's a whole thing right. and it's ugh. I'll
1: say every two to three weeks, sometimes, cause like, I'm just, I don't be getting that dirty, bro. Like, I'm sorry. Also, if it's just me in there, like for the most part, Like I'm not really like worried. And I change my pillowcases like much more often.
0: I think the actual question is do we shower before bed or do we shower in the morning? Mm Because if you wash before you get in the bed, then that bed is not gonna get nearly as dirty as it would Mm -hmm. all the way around.
1: I shower in the morning and I go to bed sweaty. But Same. I think it's fine. Same. because I think it's fine. <laughs> you know? So we're all because
0: nasty. That's good. If
1: I if I shower at
2: night, my hair is wrong. Like, and it's not that it's ever fully right, but it's closer <laughs> to right. I will say though that I share my bed with my wife and then my two dogs yeah. during a break from work I walked into my bedroom and my dog Dexter just had like a big old boner just like standing on the bed. Hell yeah. And I was like, yep, time to change. Change
1: Oh my (laughs) God.
2: I don't know what he was doing with that. He just looked at me real guilty and then I like kinda looked at him and like walked to the bathroom and he just, his eyes followed me and he was (laughs) like embarrassed but also mad that I walked in on whatever
0: this, oh my This God. is truly a 12-year-old child. <laughs> like, that's, yes. just a, yes. that's just a 12-year-old discovering everything.
2: It is actually his 11th birthday today. So, Aww. Yeah.
1: Okay, all right. Then, enough to chat about how disgusting we are, plus <laughs> our dogs. Yes. Um, welcome to the Smosh cast. I'm sorry my burps are out of control this morning, but I am joined today by Monica Vasandani and Tommy Bo.
0: Hey. Gang,
1: gang, hey, gang. gang. Gang, gang, gang. Uh, Monica's wearing our new merch that I'm actually very excited about. Heck yeah. Tis I, lesbian at this table, which uh, came from the fan fiction reading. Yes. And we have the shirt in two colors on the Smosh store now. Mm -hmm. And actually, I'm pretty sure we don't have a smosh.store anymore. It's all on smosh.com, baby. Um yeah, we have the shirt in black and we have the shirt in a nice light blue. I, I also I have the light blue here. I want to get the black one. Just feel like that's like more me, you know, like yeah. sad boy. Yeah. Sad yeah. boy. Mm-hmm. Six, I
2: pushed seven. I pushed hard for the light blue because personally I own a ton of black shirts. Yeah, I know. So this was like yeah. just for me.
1: I think two colors isn't that crazy, you know? There's also like different styles. People got different tastes. They may want the tizai, but like, but I really hate that color. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, let me write this down. <laughs> People have different style. Yeah. So so this is the Pridecast. You Yay. know what it is. In case you guys forgot, we're still here and we're still queer. Nothing can has you changed. believe this? Yeah, the world's crazy right now, but the the Pride March had just happened. Couple days ago, the mm-hmm. big old Pride March with BLM. Everybody was marching. I'm really bummed that we couldn't go, but gotta stay safe out here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, how you, did you guys? You guys did? you go?
0: No, no. I, I'm, uh, in the, I'm in the same boat as you. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, for everyone that's listening, or to to clarify, because we're filming and we're gonna be with a lot of people, we're taking the unfortunate but safe choice of yeah. not marching because we don't want to accidentally catch the roans and give it up to everyone at once it's so.
1: absolutely like when some of us the, the sposh cast went protesting that was obviously a huge risk luckily a bunch of us got tested and came back negative it is dangerous and some people were actually upset in the comments of the photos supposed to being like what the frick you guys you guys are like at high risk right now but you know there was there was a lot at stake mm-hmm. yeah i mean um, there are
2: a lot of people who are constantly at high risk so yeah when it comes to human rights do what you gotta do
1: the stores near me are open like open, it's so open. wild it makes yeah. me nervous
0: it makes me nervous too there's like, people are just, not wearing masks no everyone's just kind of like okay well doopy doop and it's eating like, yes. in
2: restaurants just like hey let me How many people have drank out of this glass today? Because I would like to put my lips on that glass.
1: Mm. (laughs) This glass right here. There's like there's these two girls outside the store, like holding their phone and the mask just like in their hand as if it's like an accessory and then would walk into a store as if like, yeah, I'm wearing a mask. It's fine. Uh, I don't get it. I I don't know. I don't know when I'll feel like fully like calm about going out. Yeah, Oh, never. I think, take, I think it'll
0: take, <laughs> exactly. I think it'll take, I think it'll take a vaccine or some kind of, I heard there was like a antibody, like potion that you, they give like older, I don't know. There's just all sorts of like mm-hmm. fun science fiction ideas going around, but I feel like oh, once yeah. we've got the medic, like the medicine support. yes, yeah, some and sort of vaccine. extra time, mm-hmm. yeah. hopefully we can go back to normal. But the good and bad news about all of this is I'm stoked that the normal is different. I'm stoked that everyone is a lot more awake to our government and mm-hmm, general yeah. injustice in that department. Like I know people around me and it took me for this moment to truly get pissed off, which yeah. it's too, it's, it was too late to get pissed off, but at least mm-hmm, we're mm-hmm. pissed off now. Right.
1: Yeah. So, is now
0: exactly. So I'm, I'm stoked that that change has happened as for like medicine, I mean, people in, in like China have been wearing masks. Forever. For, for a while now. hmm
1: so. Yeah, I mean, Olivia has been posting on our Instagram story on planes when she was traveling. Like, she's been wearing masks since 88. Yeah, like-
0: and I get sick every time I fly. I'm like, D- I should have been uh, doing this the whole time. Yeah, I should have been wearing a mask because
2: I'm uh, like a little baby when it comes to getting sick. I feel like I just have no Immune system, I get everything. Yeah, a little uh, scary to realize like how disgusting I've been, like just (laughs) like touching stuff and then touching my face.
1: I have a bad, I have allergies, but it's like, I, I, it's allergies where I sneeze and my eyes water and that's it. And so I have a nasty habit of touching the outer corners of my eyes, like constantly, Mm. but washing hands helps.
0: Yeah. I'm a
2: little, Uh, just a, just a heads up. You guys might hear my dogs barking because they like to do that. Love that. But hopefully Kevin will be able to, (laughs) you know, get, edit some of that out if possible, and then just replace it with himself going ah ah." (laughs) just Kevin delete the dogs please (laughs) I would love if every time the dogs barked we just heard Kevin
0: like whispering instead. Kevin's got a nice voice. He does have a nice voice.
1: Kevin going hello 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 hey hello hey hey hey. (laughs) um so how are you guys doing anything on your mind? Monica? (laughs) Honestly close to nothing
2: is on my mind. I feel like just super Overwhelmed, uh, constantly. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to, uh, you know, like I'm, I'm super lucky. I'm employed. I have a wonderful family. I live in a comfortable home. Both of the dogs just got baths. So everybody's smelling good. At first, the like lack of human interaction was really upsetting to me. And then I kind of got used to it, but it still sucks. And then now I feel like I'm not. Doing enough for the Black Lives Matter movement because I'm not able to protest. Um, my kid is in daycare and so I can't like risk bringing protest germs to his daycare. I also have a weakened immune system, like medically right now. So I've just been like reading a lot of things that. Make me feel shitty, but I feel like are important to read. Yeah. Yes,
0: exactly. Um, that's part of it. Like
2: I'm reading uh, "Between the World and Me" by I might not say his name right, but Ta Nehisi Coates, and that's pretty heavy. It's uh, basically a letter from him to his 15 year old son about what it's like to be black in America, and then just like articles that are bummers. But I'm still I'm kind of hopeful that things are changing. So
1: that, I mean, just in that first week, so much, so much stuff that probably wouldn't have happened was able to happen because of the, the spirit that everyone had. I can, I can totally relate on not feeling like you're doing enough. I'm very, very privileged in that I have a job and, and I'm able to visit my family and I have a therapist that I talk to weekly. And I, I talk to her a lot about how I feel like I'm not doing enough. And it actually starts to show through in my other day-to-day life of like I'm trying to be as best as I can at what I'm doing with this movement trying to do it and and be as knowledgeable and make sure I'm posting things that are, are factual and true and actually helpful at the same time I'm like it's affecting my relationships as like I'm I'm too anxious I'm just anxious all the time of like making sure everyone's okay because like that's what this this movement is about right now was like making sure everyone is on board and everyone is is informed and okay i'm waiting on so many books to be delivered social media is especially in these last couple days it's been really scary um and like it it definitely like has affected me like last night i wasn't sure i was gonna be able to do this podcast today because like you know it's pride but it's like it's different and this i'm still like i have never been to any events to like celebrate being queer yet, Uh, like still haven't. I'm so lucky that I have the support system that I have. And I was thinking about last night, it's so important to have like a support system of people that have different voices and are have like different things to give give you uh, emotionally, because if you're just surrounded by a bunch of the same people, what, that are just yes manning you all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not gonna be helpful in the long run. So I'm, I'm glad we have the team that we have, you know? And I think we're getting even more and more people involved that are, that are awesome.
0: Well said, Courtney. Yeah.
1: <sighs> Thanks, I've been reading a lot and taking ginkgo biloba. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, can I tell you what? Uh, I went down a re- weird rabbit hole that I just wanna mention, which was gaze for Trump on Twitter.
1: What? Um,
2: yeah, I it, like I don't know how I saw the tweet. Uh, I think this comedian uh, Danny Fernandez posted uh, like retweeted a tweet that was these two guys like kissing on a boat with like Trump flags that were like, thanks for fighting for our rights. But it wasn't satire. Um, and I tripped out hard on that.
1: So, oh my gosh! I wow. feel like when you when you stumble across right all, like right wing people's content, I feel like I'm finding someone else's underwear, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh. oh my goodness! Is this? <laughs> Why does this have skid marks? <laughs> what is this? Why is it ripped up? <laughs> I always feel so strange and you like feel like you're getting into in on a secret just hearing other people's opinions. Because like on social media, I feel like I'm always just being fed stuff that I agree with.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Good news in the gay world, I guess, since, yeah. we're, since, we, since we are the topic. Um, <laughs> I don't have all my details straight because I've been in an editing hole, but I had yes. a brief hour yesterday where I was like, oh, hey, something good happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Supreme Court, I believe, yes. correct me if I'm wrong, passed or decided. I don't know what the court. I don't know what the term is. LGBT people, uh and it's actually like inclusionary and, and tra- with trans people, which is I think the most important mm-hmm. part of this. Yes, can no longer be fired from their jobs. Yes,
1: because, because for-
0: they are trans, or because yes. you are gay, or because whatever LGBT. Right. It was.
2: It was still legal in I think 26 states, but oh. now. Oh, yes federally, it is no longer legal. And that's wonderful. It just it's so crazy that news coming like, hot on the heels of uh, the news about um, healthcare specialists being able to discriminate and uh, elect to not treat uh, transgender people. The Obama administration had like in the in the language of like, gender, they have defined it like not just as biological sex the trump administration has pushed for that to be uh just biological sex like Mm. in terms of certain coverage and that's not like necessarily just gender reaffirming or -hmm. gender affirming treatments people can be uh transgender people can be denied uh healthcare at all or yeah, yeah.
1: so yeah the the new york times says Sup- supreme court rules civil rights law protects gay and trans transgender workers trump was doing all this stuff with trans rights and i was i was like damn he's really trying to go out with the bang huh he mm-hmm. like with all that stuff like but i'm sure like i don't know how long those things take in the legal system to move i mean he's he's doing executive orders left and right i don't know what the speed on those is but this is the most in my life i've ever felt like Close to or like physically or emotionally affected by c- politics, and like yeah. a lot of this stuff isn't even political. It's like it's just straight up human rights. Like it's not yeah exactly. It's not it's mm-hmm. not a matter of politics at all. It's like oh you're a human okay you deserve to be treated like a human. Isn't that's not a political statement? Like yeah, that's the one thing I've been uh, debating a lot with family. Or at least trying to. Because, you know, Twitter and Instagram are like, yeah, these kids get it. Or if there's people that disagree, the community's handling it. But... I've had family that are trying to nitpick so many things and just ignoring the big picture. And I've had some rough arguments with family to the point where people are hanging up on each other, like relationships are changing, like different opinions. They were like, you know, we're entitled to our different opinions. And I was like, you know, racism isn't really something that you can have an opinion on. Like, I just, as long as we can agree that racism is bad.
0: Yeah. (laughs) um,
1: That like and it's hard for me to say because like I'm just like there's so much that needs to be done but I'm like as long as we can agree on that then we'll be okay like that's like ultimately long term we'll be okay yeah I've had some rough I've had some rough conversations with family where I end up feeling defeated and I didn't feel good about the conversation and I didn't obviously didn't win I mean you're not gonna Mm -hmm. win it's not you're never gonna win like even if it ends poorly and you feel like you've lost that person that you talk to is gonna go to sleep thinking about the things you said it's battles and
0: within a war.
1: Exactly. You might lose the
0: battle, but the war could be won over time.
2: Yeah. It's so hard though to, you know, have a productive conversation with somebody who believes that only the things they already believe are true and everything else is just a lie. Like mm-hmm. rather than being like, oh, here are two sets of what I believe are facts. Like it's it's you can't, you know, argue with someone who's just mm-hmm. gonna be like Everything you tell me is fake. All media is fake unless it's coming from the people that I trust. And then if they say something that I don't believe in, then, you know, they're fake as well.
1: Yeah. It's like confirmation bias has been Mm -hmm. up the wall Mm -hmm. lately.
2: Hey, Tommy, is your closet a little bit open? It is a little. It
0: is. That is what's happening back there. Is Uh, that
2: a choice you made?
0: uh, It's I mean, at the end of the day, yes, but. No, because I have a problem where I am gifted a lot of clothes and I buy a lot of clothes. And by gift, by buy, by, it's, it's like Goodwill stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. So I just never th- throw anything away or donate anything. Or so there's mm-hmm. just... I, can't, I mean, try and imagine the most laundry you've ever imagined. Double it. it and oh, stuff dude. it back there. That can't close because it can't it. close. Vibes. Great. Yeah. I was so, really vibes.
2: hoping that that was the situation. Yeah, there was some physical thing in the way.
0: It is literally that. It is a, a my fourth laundry hamper. I have four buckets of laundry that are about four feet tall. That one is all the way full and sticking out of my closet. Thank great. you for pointing that out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a nasty habit of leaving drawers and cabinets open.
0: Oh.
2: Interesting.
1: It's a new thing that I've noticed about myself in this new apartment uh, that I've been in for almost a year now, but right. I just leave shit open.
2: It would be great if your apartment was haunted, but you were like, oh, I guess I'm just dumb, and I leave <laughs> it open, but the ghost is like <laughs> Ugh, trying to spooky. do everything they can. You're it's like, like oh, man. I guess I left all the chairs stacked upside down. I was down just top. about to say <laughs> that.
0: It's like, hey, man, um, did I stack all the chairs upside down again?
1: Oh my gosh, my sh- my couch is on the ceiling again. I'm so silly. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's
2: goo everywhere. Mysterious goo. <laughs>
1: Oops. My God. lotion. I guess. <laughs> yeah. No. My I actually had my sister my sister sage my apartment recently recently because I wasn't sure if my apartment was haunted, but I also just mm. was. I'm just like getting sick of my place and just Mm -hmm. needed to refresh the energy i see that smirk monica (laughs) sorry i forgot you could see me i don't (laughs) i don't hardcore like believe in that stuff but i'm not opposed to it and if i if it's like not gonna hurt me then like i'm down like i use incense incense
0: yeah it's up there no incense doesn't i don't think incense does anything for ghosts it makes i'm I'm in in the same boat as "Mm, like you know i won't (laughs) i won't spin your head around instead i'll take a breather I, uh, this girl
1: has great taste. Sorry, go. <laughs>
0: no, 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 I I'm in the same boat as you where I don't like where I'm not like, yes, go surreal, but I'm not like nah. There's some I mean this specifically this current room that I'm in this a- apartment has had some some stuff happen. Don't know the cause. Uh yeah, oh my so God. Th- there has been a moment where me and my roommate went and followed the thing with the Palo Santo and the uh Sage and went through every corner and like said, this is not your space. Please leave.
1: What? Yeah. Oh, what ha- are to. you willing to talk yeah, about what's happened? Oh my God.
0: Uh, I'm trying le- let me, I'm trying to like make sure I hit all the points and condense it and don't just ramble on because I can. Uh, <laughs> so it started off with, we had one of those trash cans that has the top that swings, mm-hmm. you know, the little swingy tops. Yeah. Every once in a while, my roommate and I would just hear a, and then would look over and it would just be swinging. so we're like, that's interesting that no one touched it, but it's swinging, huh? So we're just, we logged that away. And then standing in my kitchen, if you're facing, you can like face out in the living room, stand in my kitchen, to the back right is the stairs to go upstairs. My roommates, both of their bedrooms are upstairs, mine's downstairs with the kitchen and living room. So I have my friend over, my roommate's also in the kitchen with me. We're talking. And I'm like, every once in a while, Brandon, I'm t- my roommate's Brandon. And I was like, Brandon, do you feel the same way every once in a while when you're in the kitchen? You f- you think you see someone standing in the stairs over there, <gasps> like over in the corner. And he goes, yeah, I do. And then my friend in the living room goes, oh, you mean the person that stands in the stairs over there? And I was like. Oh! I got so, chills
1: just now. I know.
0: So there's that. And then fast forward, middle of the night. No. Yep. Oh, oh, this is this is cliche. Uh. Yep. Middle of the night. I'm in my bed. My room's a little... Uh, I changed how it's set up, so don't reference this. I'm in my bed, and then I hear what f- sounds like maybe 15-pound rat or something scampering and, like, the corner of my room in the ceiling, which doesn't make sense because of how the layout of the um, vents are. And so I like opened my door and there was nothing there and it was still going like, and I was like, that's so weird. And so I was just kind of like, all right. And so I'm laying in my bed, staring at where the sound is coming from. The sound travels diagonally, which Uh. is not a vent, toward me in my Uh. room, the sound Mm -hmm. stops. And I'm like, oh, Okay. And then my bathroom door goes,
1: No! Nope. Yup,
0: yup, yup. So the next day I, and Brand my roommate Brandon was like, What was that sound? And I was like, Okay, so I'm not insane. No. So
1: then, so then we
0: saged and did the thing and we were like, please leave, you know, like this is not your space. And I tried to be very polite. I was like, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, I know this sucks, <laughs> but like, you're dead. And like this is my space now? I'm like, I'm oh. sorry. The following day, the picture frames in my living room were off the wall. What? Since then, there has not been a lot of ghost activity.
1: Oh my uh, gosh. However, every you.
0: once in a while, thank you. Every once in a while when I'm on my computer and I have my headphones in and I'm editing, I feel, there's, I feel like there's something over there. But that's Whoa.
1: it. How long has it been since you did the the procedure?
0: Um probably <laughs> procedure. the procedure probably probably a year now, Okay. Yeah. It's probably due for a refresh. Oh, oh so you have renewed the lease. Oh since. yeah, no. It's Okay. I'm paying low low price for this big white room. <laughs> oh, I'm not my leaving. Oh
1: gosh. Dude, that's terrifying. See, for me, I I don't know what it was. My mom ingrained in me like telling ghost stories or doing Ouija boards or rituals or anything is like not okay. Even talking about them is not okay because that encourages the spirits to come in and and hurt you. Like she's like, it's bad to talk about spirits that way. And so like I get nervous even talking about them. I cannot watch ghost movies. I've talked about that before. I can't. I can't watch paranormal activity. None of that shit. I can't do it because it's just like... You don't know if it's real. I'm pretty sure spirits are real, dude. I'm just, I believe it. Like, Shane's a very smart dude. He's had some scary experiences, and yet he still is like, there's science. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, there's science, but also there's ghosts. Um, <laughs> I'm lucky. I've never really had to think anything spooky happen to me like that
2: mm-hmm. in
1: my life. Knocking on wood for myself now. Monica, have you ever had anything like
2: that? No, but I'm oblivious to things like that, but also, like, I'm in this weird space where I'm like, no, I don't believe that, but, like, Mm -hmm. if there is a weird sound, then I'm like, oh, no, I'm so scared. Um, (laughs) Like, I'm a big baby, but I don't know, like, what I'm afraid of. Yeah. But also, like, my wife will often point out to me, like, oh, there's a weird sound, and I'm like, huh? Like, what weird sound? And so... I'm maybe too dumb to be haunted. Interesting.
0: I mean, if you're having the reaction, you're having a fight or flight to weird sounds, you at least have that ingrained in you.
2: (laughs) Right. Or like sometimes she doesn't do this anymore, but she used to like fuck with me a little bit and be like, oh, there's, you know, like something, something like the old woman ghost. And I'm like, what? (laughs) What old woman ghost? Oh my God.
0: I'm in this, I'm in the uh, same boat as you with the no Ouija board, Courtney.
1: Yeah, no, never. I, there's I,
0: never a reason to no. play with the Ouija board. Why?
1: Exactly. You're, it's
0: like it's it is an open invitation. Like, so what if it, it it might not be real? It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. Why it are we? Just why are you even give it a chance? Yeah. There's that,
0: a, there, there's like a one percent chance I could fall off my balcony. This is a horrible metaphor. I'm just not uh-huh, realizing, uh-huh, but fine. if there was a one percent chance I could fall off my balcony, I'm not going to go up on my balcony. You know what right? I mean? like, why take that chance?
2: Nobody's ever like, "Hey, I did a Ouija board, and then this like ghost left me all this money, and like made me a <laughs> smoothie, and like like they're not helping you out." Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Then, like,
1: Shane has said like it was literally like a a game, like a toy. He did it game. No, no, no. Like he's just saying the way it was invented as just like oh, a gag, yeah. g- mm-hmm. like a gag game. But like you know how. There's like some horror stories or horror movies where it's like, yeah, it it started as a story, but the story manifested it to be real. Like if you put that intention and energy towards something, I used to watch Long Island Medium and I've (laughs) heard that it's actually garbage. I've heard, I've heard that it's actually, a lot of it can be garbage, but She was like, I can't, this tattoo parlor, what's wrong? I feel something is wrong here. And then she's like, oh, there's a Ouija board on the wall over there. That's a portal. You need to get rid of it. Like, it's like a portal to the other side.
2: I mean, maybe it's like, you know, when uh, you don't see or think of a thing until like someone points it out to you, then you see it everywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's like everybody is occupying this space of being too dumb to like notice and too oblivious. (laughs) And then they're like. Oh, now that I've done the Ouija board, I'm paying attention to everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm hearing the weird footstep sounds, and like I notice that all the cabinets are open.
1: Spooky.
0: spooky. Uh, I love spooky stuff. That's why I don't, that's why I'm like, so what if the ghost is here? I, like, there's part of me that's like, ha, is this fun? I don't know. There's something like exciting
1: about it all. Yeah, dude. It's It's interesting. As long as they're not trying to hurt you. I've been yeah. scared of like waking up with scratches or something, Monica. Huh? Congrats on the freaking change of title, by oh, the thank way. You. Oh yeah, Mrs. Yeah. Head Writer now.
2: Yeah. Do you
1: refer yourself to a-, a Mrs.?
2: I guess if somebody were to ask, nobody asks.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, Monica. <laughs> I got something to ask you. Uh, what's your abbreviation <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's you... what it
1: is when you like fill out those legal documents
0: uh doctor
1: yeah that's right
2: dr. that's dr. not true Hedrider. that's
1: right dr head
2: writer over here i want nice. oh, to be a duke
1: what happened to me little dookie <laughs> 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 what happened to royal titles you know like esquire and stuff What's up, Kevin? Hey,
0: I'm here. Um, I ha- actually had a topic I wanted to have discussed a little bit. So Please. this is uh, a one-year anniversary, by the way, for you guys uh-huh. uh, oh. from last year's uh, podcast. So I think it'd be great if you guys talked about that and how things have changed from that podcast and the conversations you had to now.
1: I can't even remember what we talked about back then.
0: Yeah, I did not. Uh... I
1: remember I was very new to the community <laughs> mm-hmm. a year mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: and you've, uh, you've uh, put a label on yourself now right like you've uh identified with something
1: pansexual yes i yes. and then when we, first, thanks. 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 I, when we first thanks when we first, when i first like came out i i don't like i like labels is not something for me personally like, if someone were to accidentally call me a he or, like, uh, or refer to me as someone said, to I the lesbian at this table. I am, like, I, I'm just, like, fully, I don't care. Like, labels don't matter to me. I and mean, then, like, you can you can call me whatever you want. You know, like, uh, there are people on the internet who call me a, a bitch. Like, you know, like, I don't, like, <laughs> people are gonna refer to me however they want to refer to me. Like, I know where I am. And, like, even that, I'm still, like, figuring out all the time but it's just when people want to under people like to try and understand or, or sometimes people just really want to be respectful um and and refer to you the way that you want to be referred which like makes complete sense and there course. are people who who stand for being referred to in the way that they specifically want to be referred to and that's okay too i think that there's a level of forgiveness that needs to be there but yeah i officially i i tweeted i i said i came out as pansexual a year ago because you know because bisexual is two sexes like being attracted to two sexes male and female um but pansexual is like apparently like a sub like sub level of that of saying like i multiple sexes like including gender fluid and and right trans right people. and not multiple
2: sexes multiple genders multiple genders yes, yes yes
1: yeah i mean there are hey, there are people with multiple sexes on their body too i don't know that's I true mean, yeah yeah, I, yeah, yeah. yeah sex people
2: for sure i might
1: if I met one, who knows, I might think they're very hot. I don't know. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I, I think I've just like officially left that door open because I, it's crazy. Like looking back when you, when you look on your past and you're like, oh yeah, now that I know this about myself, so many things about my past make sense. But yeah, I've officially said pansexual because bisexual doesn't quite fit it. Realizing like pansexuality is, it's like I'm attracted to the energy. Um There's obviously like physical features that I think are sexy and things like that, but like, it's something I also realized with like, when I was in school and this might, I might not be fully educated in these thoughts, it's just something that I've been thinking about is like, I didn't like really recognize until like after the fact that I I had a lot of friends of color and I like, it's not that I didn't see color, it was that I wasn't aware of cultural differences. I was friends with the people because of their energy, and I didn't recognize... Like, something I realized about my life is, like, the culture I was raised in, the culture I had was being unaware of other people's cultures. Mm -hmm. Like, being in the Mormon religion, like, it's very one type of person. And, like, I realized it it wasn't that I didn't see color. It's like I assumed everyone had the same privilege as me. Everyone has the same life opportunities as me. Everyone's the same. Like, I never... I didn't recognize that until, like, when I joined the real world and, like, left right. my bubble of a hometown. But I was friends with people or I'm attracted to people because of the energy they give off. Still trying to figure it out. I also, maybe yeah. some of those things were very naive that I said, but, you know, still got books to read. <laughs> but, yeah. Has anything changed for you guys? Do like-
0: you want to go, Monica, or do you want me to go? All right.
2: Nothing has changed.
1: Tommy. <laughs>
0: well, okay. has. I mean, your your child is is older
2: oh you? i thought you meant in terms of like your sexuality? of like <laughs> my identity <Yeah.
1: laughs> no. i'm even more gay now <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm like i'm just
2: somebody's mom like that's where i'm at i feel like that's what i feel like most of the time because now i'm like i just like i'm like Ugh, toddlers um <laughs> that's just where my head is at all the time <laughs> What has changed for me in the last year? I
1: moved. You're in a home. You're a house lady.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We bought a house. I only got to do it because I had help from my parents. That's made me think a lot about uh, generational poverty, how lucky I am. Everything's different, but the same. Same,
1: That's- same, but different.
0: Yeah. Uh, I actually have a, uh, not a question, just like a kind of an idea or like a thing to explore uh, specifically with your universe, Monica. Um uh, hmm I am a, hem- a homosexual. <laughs> my parents, but my parents are both. Tommy's s- fucking hams over here. <laughs> my parents are both, you know, just run of the mill straight couple. Mm-hmm. Your kid is being raised in a lesbian household. That's. Very cool in my eyes. Uh, Do you feel that's so cool? Do you have any kind of like plans or ideas of like talking about that with him? Is it kind of just like he's kind of being raised in a world where this is more normal? There might not need to be a conversation.
2: I mean, we have a lot of like books that talk about like all the different kinds of families. And like some families have two parents. Some families just have one. Some are, you know, two dads. Some are two moms. Um, So we have, like, three or four books that kind of talk about different types of families. But I think he's already tracking that he has two moms because he gets really excited on the two moms pages and, like, books that have two moms. Um, My concern is, like, having a positive male role model for him, especially right now when we're not seeing anyone. Yeah. So I'm also... Like, I don't know how we're going to teach him how to pee standing up. Like, and I don't know how important that is. Um, so I don't know. But it's weird if I'm just like, hey, Tommy, can you come over and teach my son how to pee? <laughs> can he just watch you pee a couple times?
0: I mean, what's, what, can I give you a day rate for, for, for,
2: <laughs>
1: for <laughs> pee two? I don't know, that feels
2: P-P-times.
0: gross. I don't want
2: to pay <laughs> for, pay, pay for my son to son. watch you pee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. I was going to say, you have time. You have like the first five years are like what really counts for a kid. Yeah. But pee, pee times, is a, there's a window there, right? I mean, he can learn that anytime, right?
0: Also, I, I only pee standing up when I'm in a public bathroom. Otherwise, I'm sitting my ass down, I'm pulling my phone out and I am...
1: Chilling. Chilling
0: out.
2: Yeah, why would you not sit down when you can? Like I'm not gonna yeah. stand Thank you. right next to a chair to do a task. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, appreciate exactly. that. <laughs> yes, exactly. also like then, I don't know. I think I poop a lot like whenever I want. So it's like when you pee, you can just, and you're sitting down, you can just go. Yeah, because you don't standing, know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. you limiting your bodily functions, you know? Yeah, so. And imagine how stupid you'll
2: feel shitting your pants while you're standing up and peeing.
1: Uh, so yeah, dumb. dude. Yeah.
0: PP that out. worst. <laughs> yeah, I might want to <laughs> no. cut out this
1: me saying I poop a lot. I don't know. I will say, uh, I was just looking, Kevin. Uh, Kevin found the topics from the previous pod. The uh, Pride Pod. Yeah. Um, we talked about our coming out stories, our first kisses, kind of touched on cut first kisses. Um, the Smosh's unsavory history with LGBTQ plus characters. Mm-hmm. I still feel like we can get more into that, even more. I mean, there like, whatever, there's no enough, you know? But I think that could be cool. We, st- we do occasionally still have like queer characters. I think we recently had. A female couple.
2: Yeah, we try to we try to put them into a lot of the scripts, and I don't know, like if it's like we're trying to just get an accurate snapshot of different types of Mm -hmm. couples, and trying to normalize those relationships to be like, here is you know a queer couple, but that's not the thing the focus. Yeah, exactly. exactly. It's it's just just normalizing that
1: it's a thing. Like, yeah, like that's a thing that you see and that exists, Mm -hmm. and like. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like that.
2: Because I don't I mean, I don't know where you're at, Tommy, but like I don't know, with my wife, like I I don't think about it all the time that we're like two women. I'm not like
0: mm-hmm.
2: constantly yeah. tracking
0: I'm in the same boat with well, I guess that's what's changed at my world since our last podcast. I think, yeah, no, I definitely was single back then. Right? Oh
1: yeah. yeah now. I think I think I think
0: I had a quick little relationship that came and went. And then I re-met Kevin because we had gone on a date way, way long ago. And really? then it, just, it didn't time out. I, I wasn't grown enough yet. I didn't have my, like, shit together life-wise, which I still don't. But it's at least more collected. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's always been pretty put together. But aged aged and adult, Kevin is is... Hot, uh, <laughs> yeah, so time feels so bizarre in quarantine because it's been like three months now or so. We're hit. Uh, wait, is today what's today? I'm gonna check on the data. oh, shit. oh, it's, it's today. June today 16th. is our not that I'm this person, I am not this person, however, it is our seven, seven month anniversary today. Oh, cute,
1: cute, and it's been three months of quarantine, yeah, exactly. that's like
0: nine months of regular time, exactly, right? yeah, because we've <sighs> seen He's been the one person that we've been each other's person that we're like, we, we will breathe at each other. And so we're both very cautious and, mm-hmm. you know, ha- being responsible for each other in a way. But uh, that's
2: very sweet. Kevin's great. He, he is, really like him. He's
0: so great. I, I like that he's uh, more personable and talkative than I am. I can just kind of like take a backseat and let him like be the personality and I'm like, haha. And this thing. And then they're like, Hey, Tommy's great. And I'm like, yeah. it's, you know, to to loop it all back in, like, Kevin and I are still white men. Like, yes, we're gay, but like, gay white men are just white men at this point. So yeah, it doesn't there's never a moment that it that I'm like, wait, I'm gay. That's <laughs> different. It's so especially in LA. Very yes. d- never bounces off my radar, yeah. Bounces on, I don't know,
2: dude. That's the weird thing about I won't say exactly where I live now, but like in the suburbs in the valley,
0: yeah.
2: Is when we were in the city and we would walk around, it, everything was like totally chill, you know, like people would wave and smile and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And now I've noticed that, like, when I would take my kid for walks around the neighborhood. Some people just like, I'll wave and say hi. And some people are not interested <gasps> in doing that because I, my neighborhood is really diverse in that, like, there are people of all different, like, mm-hmm. ages and races. But I, there's, I don't think there's any sort of gay community here. Whoa. And there's also a lot of, like, old conservative white people who, you know, are not down, which is very, Weird because I've been in this like sheltered bubble of being in Los Angeles. Yeah. Where I'm like, nah, this is chill. And then I forgot what things are like in the suburbs. Yeah.
1: Dang. That's wild. Yeah, I had. So I made a sign of the, the Black Lives Matter fist for when I protested. And at first I didn't think I was going to be able to protest and I was like, well, maybe I can like put it in my window or something. But I genuinely where I live in this, this like small complex, I don't know if they would there are families and and, like people in the complex that I don't think that they would be comfortable with that. So that's so
2: crazy that saying Black Lives Matter is like, yeah, that people would be upset about that.
1: I yeah. think they, like, take it as, like, it's intimidating. For a while, people did, a lot more people, like, didn't get it. Um, So maybe it seems like I'm asserting a sort of dominance or something by putting that, because, like, my apartment overlooks everyone else's, and so, like, I'm above everyone with my sign. There is, the the unit below me has a Bernie sign in their window, so, so, I don't know. I mean, but- I, I think about that
2: a lot, because I thought about, you know, putting uh some sort of sign, like, on our window or... Or, like,
1: a flag of some kind. And I've
2: been grappling with my fear of, like, okay, I have a neighbor, like, two houses down who's, like, very much a cop. Like, it's a cop family. And they make me nervous. They, uh, have like, you know, all of the like big trucks with like mm. I bleed blue stickers and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, are they going to then retaliate in some way? And then also how much of a coward am I for not wanting to do that when there are people who constantly face that fear and that violence yeah, simply for living outside. in their own bodies? Yeah. Yeah. And exactly. then like, So I think that maybe it's time to be like, all right, we have security cameras, so let's just make this statement. And then
1: it's I can understand it being nervous because you're newer to the neighborhood. It doesn't feel like it's as much like your territory yet. You've entered their their neighborhood like like that says a lot like there are people who can't even do that. Like naughty, like no chance. What would you put? What would you put? Um, I mean,
2: I would probably like we have a front window that faces out. I would probably just want to hit like a small rainbow flag in one corner and a small Black Lives Matter in the other, and call it a day. I I want to ACAB and abolish (laughs) ICE and like really go for it. But uh, that's I think asking for my house to get vandalized. If yeah. where who knows how many other neighbors are cops
1: i've thought about getting like car stickers but i'm like dude i'm gonna get keyed i feel like i'm yeah. gonna get keyed or you're something.
2: gonna get pulled over because oh, they can yeah. do that hmm. for whatever reason they want to manufacture so then you're making yourself a yeah, target just but- put it because
1: i have like my dad's firefighter stickers there too so what will that do because that people with firefighter stickers it it definitely affects how you're treated by cops
2: dude if you had a firefighter sticker next to an all cops are bastard sticker i would love that
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking about it now i officially like paid off my car during quarantine i have the pink hey. slips and everything now it's mine hey, good for you so f- screw it if it gets keyed did you guys have um shoot dudes that you wanted to present today
0: Present, Monica. <laughs> <this what> you <laughs>
1: present to the class. I don't know
2: if mine qualify as shoot dudes because I didn't realize how embarrassing they were at the time. Yeah, okay. so I don't know. Um, I will say though, I would. I know that in the past you have talked about my text exchange with Shane, the shoot dude that I sent in. Do you guys know about oh, this? Oh yeah,
1: where where you accidentally sent something? Tommy, uh, yeah. do you know about this? Or I don't I tell know about, you about this. It? Okay. I'll, I'll be your audience. For okay. This. Let me
2: actually pull up the message so that I can read it to you verbatim. But basically what happened was I was texting Shane and then also texting my wife at the same time. Uh-oh. And so <laughs> I went into the wrong thread as a little background information. My wife and I have massage night where uh, we listen to a specific podcast And I give her a massage, which is, you know, what you do when you're a married lesbian. (laughs) So to Shane, I said, I've been avoiding listening to that noble blood, but I want to listen. So tonight is massage night. And that was in response to Shane being like, sounds good to me when I we set a meeting Mm -hmm. Uh, and then he didn't respond for hours and I was like, fuck, because he was on set for the Goldbergs that day. Oh. And so when I realized my mistake a couple hours later, I was like, oh, no, I realized I sent to see you th- instead of my wife. And now I want to die. Bury me. And then he <laughs> said that he didn't actually clock the first text because he was on set. So he just kind of looked at it and like was going to worry yeah. about it later and would have definitely forgotten about it. Um,
0: <laughs> and then Had he you not called it out. <laughs>
2: yep. And then he, minutes later, walked right into the office, and we made eye contact, and I was like, don't fucking say say anything.
1: Oh, my God. I'm not ready
2: to talk about this, because that is, it would be better if it were a text, but it was such a, like, 30-something-year-old mom level of intimacy. I don't want anyone being a part of.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I get that. (laughs) Like, if I was
2: like, oh, man, we're going to go for it tonight. Can't wait to see them titties. Like, <laughs> I that helps with the persona that I'm trying to put out nice. into the world
0: uh-huh.
2: versus like mm, it's massage night for my baby girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that's a good persona. It's, it's we not like cool. That. It's, it's not, not cool and see, it's, it's not hot. It's, it's not. It's not black t-shirt. It's a light baby blue t-shirt.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what it yeah. Is.
0: You're embracing. You're embracing real Monica, right? You're
1: now You're a blue tizai. <laughs> oh
0: uh, yeah. I don't have a. Uh, uh, shoot, dude! I've been racking my brain this That's whole right. time since yesterday, trying. You've to think.
1: been very busy. Yeah, Aww. yes, you have. We, yes, ha- I have. yeah, I'm very excited. I don't know when the video is going to come out, Tommy. But I think
0: it's is it not the not next week, but the week after?
1: Maybe. Okay, so, so it'll come so out after. By the this? time
0: this is out, yeah, I think it'll come out after this.
1: Okay, so yeah, guys, Tommy and I did a video together. Very exciting. Maybe, perhaps, the first of several, depending, because Tommy is a powerhouse of a person. Both of you guys are. Monica's writing up the wall and then Tommy's editing and producing up the wall. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tommy and I tried out uh, making a video with uh, Sarah, uh, challenged us to make a song together. And I'm going to leave it at that. I want you guys to see for yourself what the experience was, but Tommy freaking killed it. You killed as- it too. Yeah, well thank yeah, you. You
0: did. You did.
2: When musically, I musically I so thoroughly enjoy both of you, I cannot wait
0: <laughs> to see what this is. It's pretty like for what was it? I think like a four like probably a 4-day turnaround if I'm not counting the weekend. Yeah. Dude. I so it's like from literally beginning to end it was 4 days. So, it's uh the the quality is pretty pretty tight for the quick little window.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm very excited. Music is something I've definitely wanted to pursue on, on Smosh, like more than anything. So it's exciting. But yeah, so it's it's okay if you don't have a shoot, dude. I'm trying to think if I have anything that's happened since this last year. Cause I remember at last uh, last time I told the, the, the story about that girl who somehow managed to sleep over at my house because my friend ditched me, remember? Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> she like wanted to hook up and I was like, ah! and at that point I was like, I'm as straight as it gets. <laughs> Little did I know that was incorrect.
0: I just thought of a shoot dude, but it's just about me. It's very quick. I was with um it's not really a shoot dude. I don't know what I'm talking about. I was with a few gay friends of mine and we all went out to Akbar, which is a club out here and Akbar has a pretty cool selection of like selection. That's gross. Like variety of people. <laughs> yeah. That's what gay bars are though. Am I right? A selection of people. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. It's a buffet.
0: It's a buffet. And I think within five minutes, maybe six minutes of being there, I farted, but it was a full shart. <gasps> and so I had to wait for the bathroom line because there is one bathroom and the line is long because it's a bunch of people. So I had to wait with um, with, Poopy Pants. Do- with my oopie doopies. And then once I got into uh the restroom you know classic threw away the underwear cleaned up little dookie little dookie and the person who came in after me uh for sure knew for sure knew and um oh my not the God. best yeah not too exciting but oopie doopie
1: <laughs> kevin says yeah that's for sure a shoot dude that <laughs> yeah. is a, a shoot dude little dookie dude little dookie dude wow that's crazy i still have yet to go to any kind of a gay bar haven't done that Never experienced. Dude, I just like haven't done, I haven't like pursued my queerness yet.
2: I mean, that's why so many queer people, like as soon as they come out and realize who they are, they have that like second adolescence in Mm -hmm. their 20s where they're like all the shit that straight people did in middle school and high school is like the shit that 20 something year old gays do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: For now, it's just like, it's all in here. Mm -hmm. I feel like except for like my style I feel like has has evolved more this last year um with like how I was dressing in videos and stuff but I now I now look back on like old photos of me in high school where I'm like oh I was trying extra hard to dress super straight that time Mm -hmm. where I was like Mm -hmm. I was definitely like a time in my life where I was feeling insecure about myself uh and like I would part my hair in the middle and like wear a skirt and like and like goddess, like Greek sandals, and like <laughs> like
0: yeah. Parted your hair in the middle. I love that. Uh, I
1: can find a photo of like us going to a concert, and I'm doing the whole thing. Like, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I, I found so many photos where I'm like doing the the oh, sorority no. girl oh, shit. Boy. Like, and it's so. I just look at that. I'm like, who is that? I was gonna ask. I guess one last thing. I wanted to know if you guys had any uh, LGBTQ like plus icons or anybody that you really appreciate on social media or or um, just any any icons or fig public figures that you guys really appreciate right now i'm
2: really enjoying uh Brittany nichols um she is a comedian but right now she is tweeting a lot of stuff about black lives matter she's a black woman her takes are excellent especially because she's very passionate. And I think she's very smart in terms of how she analyzes things that are happening. And she's an LA local. And I've, for the first time, really been involved in LA local politics. And so to, you know, get her view on those things is great. And then it's like sprinkled
0: in with a little bit of comedy. So nice.
2: I've, yeah,
0: I don't iconize anybody. I kind of have like an aversion to being like, all in like, Oh, like, but I've been paying attention to, or at least trying, like, I'm populating my empty hours with uh, focusing on Black trans people who have, awesome. I guess, more of a reach than uh, an everyday person like us or whatever. But Peppermint, who is on RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, she's been very vocal and talking about, you know, just, I'm just, like, truly just, like, <gasps> absorbing everything and just letting it all, you know, set in. I think there's a podcast that uh, Bob the Drag Queen did with Peppermint. That was, it was either a podcast or a video. I can't remember now, but th- they had a whole discussion. It was very insightful. So I, I, I recommend looking through looking through Peppermint
1: stuff. What about you, Courtney? I've been very much appreciating, well, Brentman Rock. A lot of people know who he is. He's a, a beauty guru from Hawaii. It was great because very early in this movement this year, or like, like a few weeks, like before a lot of the influencers were saying anything, he called out influencers being like, hey, if you're being afraid of brand deals or what, what like followers are going to, what's going to happen, like, that's why you're not saying anything because you're worried about your brand, then you're Mm. doing something wrong. And he very vocally called that out and that the video of him who just did it on his Instagram story, but someone took it and posted it and it like blew up because it was like, it's so important right now as an influencer to use that voice. So I appreciated that. And I've always just appreciated him because I love how he, he goes about his sexuality and ha- puts out whether his femininity or his masculinity, like any day. Like it, I, I love that so much about him. Then Eugene Lee Yang, um, mm-hmm. from Try Guys really appreciated what he's been doing on social media. Just a musical artist that I very much enjoy. LP. And also, my favorite other favorite people of LGBTQ, you guys, bitch, oh. little dookie. <laughs> uh, um. Oh, little dookie. little dookie. Well, thank you guys for coming on. I think that's about our time, right?
2: I'd say so. Um. I don't know. <laughs> Yep. Um, yeah, Tommy, you're just pulling this out of your ass. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, that seems about yep. right.
1: Yep. Yeah, so that was great. This made me feel good. I wasn't sure I was going to be able to do this today, but I appreciate being able to talk to you guys and using our platform to no, do I shit. I don't know, <laughs> like for more than just making silly videos that ignore the world. You know, because we don't, we aren't doing that. It's not. It's happening.
0: I'm proud of us too. I'm proud of you, Monica, Mrs. Dr. Headrider. <laughs>
1: Dr. Headrider Thank quiet. you.
0: Uh-huh.
1: What's the,
2: what's the first thing you guys are going to do after this ends?
1: I My back and my knees are really sweaty, so I'll probably yes. air those out um, and then maybe make some food.
0: I'm going to walk to the corner store and buy a jug of water because I haven't had uh, any water today, and my body feels like it's shutting down. Uh-oh, oh, it is shutting
1: down. Bad boy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: I am going to pee. I've had to pee. For so long.
0: I hope you don't have a stone because of it.
2: Oh. Should a I just hold it and out make a little. The yeah, pressure. make a little.
0: <laughs> would you wear, wear it?
1: Wear it around abandoned? your
2: neck? <laughs> yes, I would. Okay. Then I I'll would. do it.
1: Well, good luck with that pee diamond, Monica. Thank um, <laughs> you. <Yeah. laughs> uh, and good luck staying hydrated, Tommy. Thank you guys l- for listening and for those watching. Thanks for looking at us and also peeping that Eye t-shirt Monica's wearing. It is on Smosh.com, on our, in our store, in black and in light blue. And a portion of the proceeds will go to Center for Black Equity, which is a nonprofit organization supporting black LGBTQ plus communities. So, Amazing. So, Frick yeah. To those watching and listening, uh, we're, we have a, we have the audio coming out every Wednesday if you want to listen to us. And then if you want to look at our cute little faces, those, the full video comes out on Fridays, um, on our Smoshcast YouTube channel. So subscribe, throw us a rating. Uh, we are going to get back into the casual, not, We're going to get back into our usual shoot dudes. So if you guys got shoot dude stories, uh, embarrassing moments, crazy things that happen to you, we got our email uh, shootdude at smosh.com. That's shoot, S-H-O-O-T, dude, D-O-O-D, at smosh.com. We appreciate how open people have been in submitting stories of very (laughs) scary, some traumatic stories. We appreciate you trusting us with such... Personal, vulnerable moments, but we would like to keep it light here and have some, like more silly stuff. I know we've had some, some, some spooky stuff happen. Uh, that we're <laughs> like, oh, well, we don't want to, we don't want to out you with that. But yeah, if you got some crazy stuff, send it over and we will read them and and relate to you and share with the world and laugh about it. So uh, yeah, love you guys.
0: Love you. Bye. I love you, men. <laughs> Men. (laughs) I love men.
1: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.